0: This is Together 24-7, episode 116.
1: I have a great new idea for a new contest.
0: I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay,
1: so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So, what do you win in this contest?
0: You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes.
1: And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review, and email it to us.
0: And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us.
1: The email address is info, I-N-F-O at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website – www.together247.net and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month.
0: Good luck. Welcome to Together 247, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen. Showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996 and business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hello, Catherine.
1: Hello, Barry. How are you today? I'm good. We're I, here. B- we're I here, barely saw you today. Don't you don't talk the, over me. You didn't start the timer. Timer started. Timer started now.
0: Now everybody knows we set a timer. Yes, we do. We really don't pay attention to it, but it's there anyway. It,
1: it is. I don't know why we do that, but we do.
0: Why don't you tell me who we're interviewing today?
1: Today we're interviewing Mike and Megan Norp. Uh, they have a YouTube channel called Norp and South. and NorpandSouth.com is their company. So, uh, so they have a YouTube channel. Why are you interviewing them? What kind of business is it? Blah, 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 blah. Well, we're going to find that out. But um, it is, it, it's their business.
0: YouTube is their business.
1: YouTube is their business. That's
0: right, boys and girls. YouTube can make money on YouTube.
1: Right. I would suggest buying my cousin and his ex-wife's book, but his ex-wife mostly wrote it. So it's probably not great. <laughs> he so could be he, listening. He could be listening. I doubt it. But anyway, um, you know, YouTube can be a YouTube star or something like that. So anyway, Mike and Megan, you guys yeah. have, you're together 16 years. You're married. Uh, This is all about traveling full-time in an RV with your, everybody sit down. I'm waiting for it. Nine kids. (gasps) (laughs) Nine kids. So they got 15, 14, 13, 11, 9, 8, 7, 7, and 3 are are the children's age. So you add two more to that, the adults, and that makes a total of uh, 11 people traveling around the country in an RV Doing some YouTubing stuff, making money doing that, seeing this great nation of ours—that should be fun. So, Mike, you grew up in Meridian, Idaho. You studied family therapy at Brigham Young University. That's right. And then you decided that being a family therapist, although <laughs> I'm sure, I am sure that uh, some—he's well, stuff- putting
0: it to good use now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he looks like in the mirror. Sure. He he
1: analyzes himself and why he did this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. lay down on the couch talk to myself about that, it
1: that's it that's it so you decided that it really wasn't family counselor wasn't a good fit so you worked in several industries uh window washing recruiting home construction computer sales and then um you joined it, it's an interesting it's an interesting way they got to where they are uh um Megan and Mike or Megan started uh, with a network marketing company.
0: It's always the woman that starts it's, it. Well, you know. Yes, I know. You
1: know. Otherwise, what would you guys be doing? Absolutely, we'd nothing.
0: be lying on the couch analyzing ourselves.
1: ourselves. <laughs> 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 and so, and so, Megan started uh, a network marketing company, built it up, and then from there, they decided that they were going to start a new company, which is what. Is what entrepreneurs do. They they start new companies all the time. Um, Mike, you like running, hiking, and hanging out with Megan. Mm -hmm. I wrote
0: wrote that bio by
2: the way. Yes,
1: yes, and and Megan (laughs) likes hanging out with Mike. So they wrote Mike
0: wrote that part just just as a revenge sentence. As a
1: revenge, I Megan likes to hang out with Mike. Mike likes to hang out with Megan. Nowhere in this bio does it say that they like to hang out with the kids with the three (laughs) hundred kids. With the three hundred kids, Megan was. Was raised in Houston, Texas. She studied filmmaking at Brigham Young University. So I'm guessing that you guys uh, met at Brigham Young.
3: First day we were there.
0: Oh,
3: we were both little teenagers, eighteen year old years old. Aww.
0: that was four years ago, and five, now they have yeah. nine kids.
3: Yes, <laughs> if only.
1: If only. All right. So uh, um, you studied filmmaking at Brigham Young. You wanted to uh, you always dreamed of working together with Mike. Was that like at the first time you met or was that like later on when you got to know him and, and realized like he's he's OK to spend a lot of time with?
3: Um, yeah, definitely. Mike and I have been um, we like to spend time together. We always have. And so obviously, you know, it wasn't when we were dating and 18 years old. I we didn't think that far that ahead. Uh, once we were married, um, I guess I always felt like, why are you leaving so much? Man, this sucks. Like, I thought we were going to, you know, do this whole life thing together. Uh, and he was working at jobs that sometimes he was gone 60 hours a week, which I know people work a lot more than that even, but, um, I wanted to spend more time with them. And I also felt I, I had started businesses and, um, as you said, you just keep starting businesses. You can't stop. And so, um, I wanted to be in on the game. You know, we had kids and I was at home and liked being a mom, but I felt like I had skills and wanted to be in on the game and wanted to do something together with him. We work really well together. And so... We went through all sorts of crazy ideas of how we could bring him home. We thought of all sorts of things. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> that never panned out or never. Yeah, that even never made panned out anywhere. and we didn't
3: even take much further. But um it was our intention at least for the last ten, twelve years, to bring him home.
0: Right. So And many lottery tickets later. And many
3: lottery yeah. <laughs> tickets later. So but
1: nine never kids
3: for some reason.
1: Not we can get right, because we're really going to win. Nine kids, five are adopted from China. Uh, Megan loves good food, traveling and hiking, and of course, hanging out with Mike. Megan, you were a photographer for over 12 years, had several blogs and graphic prints on Etsy. And so tell us a little bit about, um, it, well, I, I'm going to just jump back a little bit uh, um, to the the first company that you started, the network marketing company, and that's how you brought Mike home and then from there, you started this, you know, the the YouTube company. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Assume well, they didn't
0: start kids. YouTube, the company. They
1: didn't start YouTube, the company. <laughs> yes, we started YouTube. They, they would have a really you guys big really RV. Really great interview today. <laughs> they would, yeah. Yes, we an amazing the interview. Of YouTube. <laughs> to, give us a little bit of the background and, and how you uh, and, and how you got to where you are right now and what you're doing.
3: Yeah, I mean, Mike and I, after we had that freedom, and he came home part of it, you know, we were like, what are we going to do now? We were, and, and we were comfortable being parents a lot of our time. But we also still wanted some game to be in, something to build, something to be excited about, um, something to, you know, feel like we were changing the world on top of what we were already doing, you know. Um, and so we thought of a lot of things, but nothing yeah. felt like it was really fitting. And um, about a year and a half ago, our kids, we homeschool you know, we're crazy. And, um, they were watching a lot of YouTube, like for school stuff. And that had never crossed my mind because I liked YouTube, but it was so you could look up like double rainbows and funny cats, you know? Um, and so it really started to open my mind to what was on YouTube, the kind of content, the really high quality content that's on YouTube. And then my kids started telling me about how much these YouTubers were making on YouTube. And, um, that really got me interested, and I, I'm always, I, I'm always, Mike and I both, if we knew if we were going to start a business, we'd want to start something that created a residual or passive sort of income. We weren't interested in um, something where we had to trade hours for dollars. Um, and so we started to realize that YouTube might be a really good fit for that.
2: Right. And also it gave us, uh, we wanted to do something as well that, and Megan kind of already said it, but we would have a positive impact on society or on the world, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because we needed that really, that needed to drive us even more than the money part. Like we needed something with a deeper purpose um, and kind of formulating our YouTube channel helped us to kind of find that. So,
3: yeah.
1: So, and um, I'm going to do exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. So we Uh, don't, you know, we, we really don't talk about or speak, with couples who are in business um, who are in network marketing or MLM because they didn't start the business. And there's a certain dynamic to starting the business. But, you, uh, Megan, you you touched on something really interesting uh, that that you both knew that you wanted the residual income. Yeah. And so often people get, singles, couples, whatever, get into network marketing um, with the intention of building a residual income. That's what the business model is all about. Um, And that's, you know... And yet, not everybody is successful in it, Um, which is, you know, which is the case for a lot of businesses. Not everybody is successful in it. Did having that experience, you know, building a team, making money, enough money to to bring Mike home from his full-time job, which, you know, a lot of people make enough money to, you know, pay for the kids' after-school activities, which is wonderful, or pay for vacation, which is wonderful. But you made this an income to support again let me let me say this as a person who has cats and chickens nine children and two adults so you guys are what one would consider pretty successful is that where it became clear that residual income is the way to go or was it oh, even yeah. before that
2: well we we knew that the that the the possibility was there and and we saw it as okay this this there's a possibility to build something that can you know continue to pay and produce income whether you're actively working on it or not Um, I guess the reality of that happening um, definitely open our our minds to okay so we've done it here so it can obviously be done in general you know it's not this isn't just some mythical thing out there that we all kind of hope for it it can be done Um, and so it it made us think. Okay, so if we are going to do something else, we want it to kind of be on that same model. Which, if you if you think about it, a YouTube channel is kind of similar. You're building an organization of subscribers, as it were, who are every day or every time they watch a video, paying for that product or service that you're providing. So, it's it's the same idea. We we have a, a group of people who are who are buying from us, and it and once we make a video, once it's there for forever. You know, and it and it continues to pay, um, even incrementally as individual people watch it. But, but yeah, the residual income part was a it became a reality, and that became what we were always looking for as far as a business goes. Yeah,
3: I think it ruined us. I think (laughs) once you have a residual income, you're like, I'm not going back to to that hourly thing that I was doing. Even if you're a dentist, it's hourly. You know, you're yeah, you you have to show up, or else you're not going to get paid. And so it ruined us. For sure, to say I'm not going to do anything that um, that require that does that takes away the freedom that we've created here.
2: Right, and and we that's and that's exactly why we've done it is the freedom for our to be with our family and to do what we want to do. We don't like having a boss. Um, yeah, we just the freedom was a big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Mike, you have a boss. Yeah, you
1: know, you that. have
2: a boss.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Good point. Megan doesn't Touche. like to have a boss. <laughs> so. Megan doesn't like to have a boss. Tell us a little. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the business cuz now I'm now I'm like super duper curious um, what is what are you guys doing on YouTube uh, you know tell us all about that and you know tell us how tell us how you decided that now you've involved the whole family in there so now it's not just a question of you know the moment you could realize you could do this with your spouse without ruining your relationship now it's the moment you realize you could do this with a whole darn family travel in an <laughs> yeah. RV and and <laughs> Not need with, with how many kids nine. How many kids nine? <laughs> and and not only not ruin your relationship, but you know not have to send uh, not have to send uh, the kids to some of your classmates, Mike, uh, who who <laughs> followed through with family therapy. But they
2: have got connections there. So
3: yeah, you know. no, yes. um, yeah, we are definitely together twenty four seven. I mean, we t- we up the ante on that. Yeah, because we homeschool, and now we all live in three hundred seventy five square feet and travel the country together. So oh. we are together. We can hear each other um, turning over in the night. We can hear people in the next room, like, you know, waking up in the night and (laughs) going to the bathroom. So we're together all the time. And um, yeah, let's first, I guess, talk about YouTube. I'm I'm pretty jazzed about YouTube. I, I tell everyone that'll listen that I think it's like an amazingly brilliant business model. Um, For a long time, I I tried to create residual income through like blogs, you know, when those were were new about 10 years ago. I I started several blogs and and got good following. Um, But it was really difficult to connect that to a source of income from that and to to see money from that. But YouTube's done all the work for you. If you create content that people want to watch, you just have to click a little button that says monetize and set up an account with um, Google so they can know how to pay you. And as people watch, then advertisers, you know, pay you. Now it's obviously, you know, a percentage of a cent when, with each view. But uh, once that video's up, as Mike said, the views keep coming. A, a video from two months ago is still getting watched for the first time for people all over the world. And so, what's so brilliant about that is is that I just feel like it's so darn American that anyone can get on there and create this content and as long as people want to watch it um you get paid and the the great thing is there's no one telling you whether they think that your content is is worth it you know if you're trying to get onto tv or to um you know to the news or to radio to typical (laughs) radio um somebody has to approve that and has to say i believe in your message or your message jibes with my advertisers is really what it comes down to and um YouTube is anybody who wants to say anything, as long as people want to hear it, you get paid. And I think that is just so super cool. And not only do you get paid one time, it it never, it's not, you know, YouTube's not going anywhere. And you leave that video up there and it's not going anywhere either. So I think it's a, I just think it's everybody should have a YouTube channel. No matter what you're doing, get yourself a YouTube channel. If you're, you know, you have a gun shop, you should have videos about guns. If you have a sandwich shop, you, you know, same same idea. So we think it's pretty brilliant.
0: It's kind of the same that we tell people about podcasting. It's, it's there forever. You get to say whatever you want to say. But as you're talking, it's very funny. As you're talking, I'm looking at Catherine, and I can see the light bulb go off over her head. I could see the wheels turning <laughs> inside of her head. She's she's about to say the word she's about to say is brilliant.
1: It is. Uh, My jaw is uh, uh, my mouth is hanging open. My jaw is dropped because like everybody else in the world, I, for the most part, use YouTube just to entertain myself. You know, when you're having a stressful day, there is nothing better than cats playing the piano.
0: No ghost videos at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, ghost (laughs) videos at one o'clock
1: in the morning. That's also a good one. It's amazing. It's amazing, and I've I've always wondered, you know how uh, um, you know how people monetize on YouTube. So I, I've always wondered that, uh, and now I know. That's so. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you well, so and really, much.
3: YouTube. Um, I don't know who the who's running YouTube. I don't even know who they are, but I thank them. But I they've done a brilliant job, and you will be surprised when you really look into it. The really high quant, uh, quality content that's that's there. Um, once, you, once you get past ex-
0: the low quality content,
3: yeah, no, there, oh, there's plenty of that. <laughs> and that will always be there, but that's kind of the brilliance of it, right? That anyone can do anything, you know, it's a self-publishing times a million, but, um, you know, there are experts in every field having YouTube channels. So when my kids here as homeschoolers, they can learn from top physicists about physics. That's pretty dang cool for free. You know, it might be a lecture in, at, at Cambridge, but it's on YouTube. And so it used to be, can you get there or were you invited there? And it's opened up this, the world, um, in such cool ways. And so absolutely those cat videos are up there because, um, the creators know that we all want to watch cat videos and that's great. They're making a great income from it. The ones that are the craziest are, um, especially parents of toddlers will see this is there are videos of people just playing with toys. You never even see their faces, but they get millions of views and a great income from it too. So unbelievable there you go yeah the possibilities are endless and i think um, something mike and i talk about often is the transaction that has to take place in youtube is which is um doesn't matter what your message is or how great it is or how informative it is you have to entertain people and um as long as you do that then they'll watch and you'll get paid um so You know, we're always working on making sure that we're doing that and hitting our target market and our our audience and entertaining them while we're hopefully sharing good stuff and helping them as well.
0: Yeah. So, so I just have to ask this question Do you, is your target audience people that want to have nine kids or people that (laughs) look at nine kids and say, uh uh.
3: <laughs> that would be a very small market um i think yeah, you know, the want
2: to have nine kids market would be small
3: yeah <laughs> obviously we're pulling in people who have larger families and we're pulling in people who are and who want to travel i mean but really anyone you talk to about their dreams they want to travel right you know that's that's a huge market but i think, but I think our main great. market is people who feel like life can be lived differently but they're not exactly sure how to do it um, you know, people who maybe have an entrepreneurial spirit, but aren't sure how to make it happen or who want to homeschool, you know, want to pull, just people who want to kind of live outside of, um, the typical, um, process that, that all of us find ourselves in, you know, put, you know, you spend your your time at the public school, at soccer practice and at a job nine to five. Um, I think we pull in people and hopefully that's who we're pulling is people who say, is it possible to do life a little differently to live by some different rules? So that's what we're trying to hit and to encourage people that that it is possible and that you absolutely can do that.
1: Absolutely. And I and I just want to kind of say to our audience. So this is where it comes in that when somebody says to you, who is your ideal client? Who is your audience? Once again, the answer is not everyone. (laughs) Anyone and everyone. So anyone with skin, anyone with skin. That's my favorite. (laughs) Um, All right. So division of labor. Who does what and how is that decided?
2: Um well as far as our the youtube channel goes uh I will say all the technical stuff uh Megan is definitely the <laughs> she's the the smarts behind
3: Could you call me maybe a guru maybe?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh genius I don't know what something like that um so Megan does a lot she she does all the editing for sure um I am I'm editing ignorant I'm trying to actually learn but that's Don't learn.
0: Don't learn. It's like cleaning the house, do a bad job (laughs) and the wife will do it.
2: (laughs) See, that's where it's a little bit different. Megan and I, one thing that we've, we found is that our, our strengths may not completely mirror the, uh, what you normally might find in society. And we think that's part of what makes us strong as a team is that we're, we're willing to recognize what our strengths are and do those things without some preconceived notion about what a man or woman should do. Um, because i honestly i I take care of a lot of the while she's editing i'm usually folding laundry or you know cleaning up um, so I pick up some slack as far as keeping things organized around the, the our little house now um, filming uh wise we we kind of both do that um, I think
3: emotionally we're always we're both one hundred percent in you know which uh, is a big deal. so we're always strategizing and talking and we're both equal partners there right and i think um you know i'll use this example when mike and i were early married everybody was playing cranium that was that was the craze remember that
2: game you played? yeah yeah
3: yeah and um we always won and um, always we did we always won and our secret was it wasn't like hey it's my turn to do the charades or you got to do it last time every time we chose a card it was whoever was better at it did it and um so i think we definitely try to do that at home. It's we're not keeping score. It's what are you better at? You do that. I'll do what I'm. I'm good at, and then for everything and else we, either, we make. We way. make the kids do everything else, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
1: where having nine kids comes in handy. Yeah. That's
2: right. You gotta that's, use them for something.
0: That's right. <laughs> so now tell me also, since you're in this little compact house <laughs> on wheels, um, what has been on this whole journey your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement? And how'd you work through it? Mm.
2: What has it been on this trip?
1: Or in general.
2: Well, yeah, I you think... know, oh, I, I will say that when we first started this, and also when we first started our other business, uh, Megan came to me and both times, actually, and wanted to hire a business coach. Or a coach to kind of get us, you know, to help motivate us and, and do stuff. And to me... Yeah, she's
3: a big believer. Yeah, coaches no, like, I coaches do stuff.
2: <laughs> but but that was, I think we, our biggest argument, even with this time was about the cost of a coach and whether that was worth it. I both times didn't feel like it was worth it. Megan did. And it was, it was a a fairly good debate. Um, and both times we ended up getting a coach, so you can can decide how (laughs) we settled that. But I think that, for me, it was hard to recognize the value of bringing someone from the outside. But since then, um, it's been invaluable to have that yeah. third person to give us advice, give us guidance, and you know, kind of keep us moving forward.
0: Co- and coaches really are worth it. We, we have a coach ourselves. We coach. We have a coach. Uh, yeah. And it really does – to have that person looking in from the outside, it, it is eye-opening. Yeah, yeah it it really it's, is. it's great. So,
2: But for some of us, it's hard to recognize that when you look at the cost of it up front, but uh, yeah. definitely worth it. And, sure. well,
3: and I think another sticky thing that we run into is that I am a talker, and I also um, use lots of I's and my's and me. So when I talk about our business, I'll say, I did this, or my business, or – and so – I have to you know Mike gets a little sore about that like wait a second I thought this was our business and it is I think it's a a vernacular issue is that you know
1: don't blame yourself Megan I do the same thing and Barry gets all pissy about it Um, (laughs) I I do the same thing and then I tell him "I, I feel so connected to you watch this Megan I feel so connected to you honey that when I say I I mean you as well, because I feel like we're one unit. I don't even go. see us as two separate people. <laughs> Liar. Just I, give I me the credit. I think
3: that is part of it. And I just, <laughs> I, I'm trying to be really open and authentic about my feelings. And I guess part of, I, I just use my, you know, and me. And because, you know, I'm awesome. Just kidding. Yeah. That's true.
1: <laughs> That's true, I'm sure. But I do the same thing, so don't feel bad.
0: And Megan, it was your idea to get the business coach. Whose idea was it to get the motor coach?
2: Mm, Megan's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the text that I got from her back in January about it.
0: So yeah. you know that has a larger upfront cost than a business coach. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <You're
3: good>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike good got point. a truck out of it, so he's I did still get a truck
1: out of it. Good, so. that's good. And by the way, thank you for the indirect plug for coaching. You know, for those out there who need coaching. Yay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
3: We did not discuss this beforehand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did did this disagreement? Did it? roll into your personal life? Did it, did it flow over into there? Because um, it, it sounds like you just kind of had a discussion. Uh, Megan won, and then you were off on your merry way.
2: Yeah, I think
3: I so. I think everything's so intermingled now, though. There is no such thing as business time and personal time. I mean, At least the way we
2: do things. Yeah,
3: our office, we've tried to have offices before. They always end up being our bed. They really do. And I know that's like every article says, don't do that. But that's where we do our talking. We do some of our best strategizing after 11 o'clock at night, you know, when we're all of a sudden, you know, the house is quiet. We got to think about what we're doing tomorrow. And and we really get some great talking in and, and sometimes disagreements. But, you know, for us, I wish I could say people ask us, oh, do you have some office in the RV or did you at home? And they always imagine that we must have something glamorous like that, some beautiful office. But we really didn't. We had papers on the bed that we'd moved to the nightstand and now we really have no office. We really do sit on the bed for everything that we do. Um, right now, we're sitting in our van outside our RV. and it just
2: so it can be quiet and Yeah,
3: because we can hear the kids screaming in the RV. So.
0: <laughs> I, I was wondering where the kids were right now. Yeah, yeah so. I, I thought you maybe had a little Harry Potter closet somewhere that you just shoved them all in during yeah. the interview. <laughs>
1: that, that would be the RV that they're living in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so uh, let's get away from... Arguments and disagreements and fights and plates being thrown and
1: things like that. Not everybody throws plates, honey. It's just you. Just me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it that much anymore. I've calmed down. Thank God. So, tell tell me,
0: you you've told us a little bit. Tell me some specific joys that you have just being together twenty four seven. Um.
3: I'm trying to let Mike answer, if you can tell here. I think
2: (laughs) Megan's trying to give me some, some airtime here. Um, I think that, uh, I just, for me personally, I just, I enjoy, I enjoy Megan's company for one thing. Um, I don't, I don't ever feel the need to go hang out with someone else. So being together is just kind of what I like to do. Um, I don't like to be by myself so much. Um, I think with the, our, the family in general, it has helped us come closer to the kids because we're physically closer a lot. Um, and also the kids have really gotten closer in their relationships. So this isn't business related, but um, they've uh, the kids have definitely become better friends because they don't have anyone else to play with. <laughs> so they kind of have the
3: Same for us too, right? We don't have anyone else to play with. That's
2: right. We don't. Double dates aren't an option for us any, anymore. So Well, I think
3: think just creating businesses together is really exciting because we're growing at the same pace and everything that we grow and learn we we learn together and so we can sometimes when you get together with your friends especially ones who aren't entrepreneurs you want to talk about you kind of want to mastermind you want to talk about all the cool things you're discovering and talking about you know residual income and youtube and advertising and they just it they don't really share the excitement with you, but it's awesome when your spouse does and yeah. that neither one of you feels like the other one's getting to do all the fun stuff and the other one you know that you're just watching and um yeah, I think well,
2: also what's been great is the kids are involved in this more than our previous business yeah. they're 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 they are a part of it they're on the videos they see us do that, they see us editing. Um, and they get to watch the finished product and they get to feel like they're part of it. So it's been fun to have the family kind of all involved in this, in this yeah, business.
3: It's definitely part of their education to recognize that, um, you just got to make things happen. You know, right. you talk about them and then you, you make the leap and you do it. And I, I'm proud that as a couple, our, um, our kids get to, watch that because I didn't watch that my dad went to work and my mom stayed home I didn't know I actually didn't even know what my dad did probably till I was 30 (laughs) didn't really understand what he did you know during the day at work and so I love that we're teaching them how to make things happen and how to grow a business and um we think that's pretty dang awesome
0: yeah now most families um you know they live in a house and they they have people Ah! They have people around that you know if they want to go out you know somebody that can watch the kids you know parents in laws things like that built in babysitters. do you guys have an opportunity for a date night do the do the older kids watch the younger kids uh do you ever have that alone time at all
2: yeah we do yeah we 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 make we are very intentional about Friday night is date night for us, and yeah, since we've got three teenagers in the in the house or whatever you want to call it um yep yeah, they they babysit and we'll go out on Friday night, get up, go out for dinner and a movie or whatever and
3: or Costco. Some,
2: or yeah, the <laughs> grocery store, which is usually where we end up actually, if I'm really honest. Um so yeah, we do we do make sure. And we've we been take doing time that for a long time. Yeah, that started before and this. We
3: feel like that's a secret to our success as a, as, yeah, a as a married couple.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a big deal.
0: Well, good. Now, um you you guys have such such success in what you're doing. Have you read any specific books that have helped you along the way that you would like to recommend to our listeners? So many. Well, well don't I mean, don't give YouTube... me the don't give me the laundry list. Just a couple.
3: No, give let, us... not, maybe not a YouTube. Well, we could talk about
2: yeah, the, the you... book you've just kind of started to read. I
3: don't remember what it's how called. I think it's don't... make how to make videos that don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, it's awesome. If you want to look into YouTube, uh, there's some great ones out there. But I think business wise, um, probably. The best book we've read is Think and Grow Rich or um, what's the other rich one? Sorry that i the, uh, uh... the Science
0: of Getting Rich. Was that the, the Science one? of Getting yeah. Rich.
3: Oh, gosh. It's, you know, what? I was reading that on an airplane once and I felt so dumb you know I wish I had a, like a book cover because you feel kind of like a cheese ball reading a book called The Science of Getting Rich <laughs> um, but I love that book I think it's the science to becoming abundant with it's your successful, life yeah. yeah, to living a successful life and um, I love that book
0: uh, so do I that's one of the few books that I've actually read more than once uh, yes. it, it, it's really good and there's actually even some updated versions where they put it into the 21st century speak. Yeah. since listeners if you haven't read the book it was written in the early 1900s Yes. so it's it's a little outdated but the The uh, theories are all still good.
1: That's right. Very very much so. Very much so.
0: And if you can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? You want one from each of us?
1: Sure. Whatever you guys want to do. I know mine would
0: be don't have nine kids. Right, That's just me, though. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) A
1: little late for them now, honey. A little late for them now.
0: You can't give them back? Um...
2: So for me, and this is something I have thought about, because when we started this, the YouTube thing, it brought back again, some of the same fears that came up when we started our other business, it just, and that's all it is, is, is fear of doing something new and fear of, of, uh, kind of making yourself vulnerable by putting something out there. Um, because I remember when we were first, we were putting up our first video, I was, we were both. It was scary. It was. We were both really nervous about it. We didn't know if people would like it, would they watch it at all, would they care, would they hate it, would we get all these mean comments, um, and that was a scary thing for us, um, and it still is to some extent. But we we basically pushed through that and and you know continued to uh, to put those videos up. And so if no matter what you're doing, if it's something new and if it's something um, where you 're putting yourself out there it's scary and that 's just part of the that 's just part of the process um, but I feel like a lot of people stop or you know they move forward five steps they get a little bit of negative um you know feedback and they and they stop because it 's scary um, I think we all just need to recognize that that's that's part of it. you accept it and you lean into it and you move forward regardless of the fear because fear is not a good reason to not do something so i 'd say Yeah, if you're afraid, that means you're probably on the right path. Just need to keep moving forward.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, Megan, you go now.
3: Um, I think you and I have gotten really good at living really close to failure. There's like a zone (laughs) right before you crash and burn and like destroy yourself, where really great things can happen. And um, it's you gotta. It's kind of like a dance you gotta do and um, pick your way through that and make sure you know. But I feel like. If, if you're that close to crashing and burning, then you're flying really high. And I think we've gotten really comfortable in that zone Mm. where when we first started doing that, the fear of failure was so immense that, um, we wanted to quit. And now that, 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 um, crash and burn is like always just a few feet away from us and we've learned to just not worry about it. And I think that really has helped us with our success in building, you know, our last, um, business and, and the one that we're building now, it, it, it's getting real comfortable with that.
2: Yeah, that's great.
1: So f- if you're feeling fear, you're probably on the verge of something great. Keep going. Don't give in to yes. the fear. If you're feeling like you're on the edge of crash and burn, don't crash and burn. Keep going because you're on the edge of something wonderful. So yes. it's those feelings that we all get and, uh, and, and you've worked through them. You've gone to the other side.
3: Yeah, and that's You're so important. That yeah.
1: yeah, that's so important. So, YouTube success, network marketing success, um, you guys, procreation
0: success, procreation success,
1: <laughs> procreation success, and uh, and so now let's talk about uh, eating because you did, Megan. You mentioned that you love good food and traveling and hiking. What is your favorite meal to cook together, or? What is your favorite meal in your favorite restaurant?
3: Oh man, mm. well you know, cooking—we're always like a we're like a huge cafeteria now. Um, so I don't think we get to create anything at home that we're super <laughs> excited about. Um, we're pleased uh, with some of the things we make, but it's on such a large scale. Um, we <laughs> so love that, to that go that out, gourmet. though. We love to find um, local restaurants, especially when they're maybe a fusion of a traditional cuisine with. You know some new ideas and something exciting. We love. So that.
2: what do we we should we should say one one place we love?
3: I love adult pizza. Adult pizza. Yeah, I there
2: there is a place we will, in Spokane, Washington, called Fire Pizza. If you live in Spokane or you have me driving through there, so it is well worth tops. it. But, you know, it's the best pizza we around. Put
3: fancy cheeses and fruit and vegetables and all sorts yeah, of. Yeah, they mix stuff it up pizza. and it's yummy. We love that. So it's not pizza
1: with uh, video games and uh, and tickets where and you and a can, buffet line and a buffet line. we'll take that line. too, no, man. We we'll that
2: too. <laughs> We're not going to lie. We have eaten at that plenty of times. It, CC's <laughs> when you're in the south. That's that's a good. That's a family pleaser. But this place is is not that.
1: This is date night. This is date night date pizza. Yeah. Date yep. Night. Excellent. This Excellent. is date
2: night pizza.
1: And who doesn't love pizza? I love pizza. That's. My people did good.
0: Your people, yeah, yeah. My
1: people did good with that pizza, pizza thing. You
0: got the pizza, you got the gelato, you got the vino. I'm telling all you. Right. Right. Come on, we owe By a lot By the way, your- that, that's all the Italian I know, so... That's all,
1: yeah, that's... <laughs> a, that, that, is the, that is the extent of what I've been able to teach them over the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a quick break and give some love to our sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to hear the uh, pet peeve of the day. Hey, everybody, I wanted to tell you about our printer. You know, Tim Shanefelter is not an ordinary guy, And printing specialists, well, they're certainly not an ordinary printer. They are a problem-solving printer. Printing specialists strives for innovative ways to market your business. You know, they're more than just business cards. They have many items that will help you stand out from your competition. Much more than just giving you a flyer. Printing specialists can create an entire marketing plan for your business. So give Tim Shanefelter a call at 480-968-968. 6258. That's 480 968 6258. No matter where you are, let printing specialists wow your business. Listeners, you have a business.
0: You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, hostgator.com has one click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag and drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. You know what time it is, Kat?
1: It's pet peeving time. You know
0: how I know it's pet peeving
1: time? Because we had uh, commercials from our sponsors. Yes, we did. Yeah. (laughs) And you edited those in because you're the techie editor in this one. And Megan is the techie editor in their family. But Megan studied it. I didn't stu- and you studied techie stuff.
0: I didn't I didn't study editing.
1: You didn't study editing, but it's all techie stuff and it's done on a computer. So mm, that's your that's your department. That's my bellywick. That's your bellywick.
0: I have a belly wick. <laughs> so excited.
1: So guys, um, tell us Megan, quickly tell us the, the, the one about about the people you're driving behind and then tell us the other one, because I think the other one is is really important. Uh, for entrepreneurs out there, or anybody thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, but tell us the first one because I agree with you on oh that. Oh my one. gosh,
3: when I behind somebody at like a light, and they throw some trash out their window, like even like a, as little as a cigarette butt? I like want to honk the horn, or I like <laughs> imagine myself walking up there and like throwing it back in their window. <laughs> <laughs> That's no.
2: You should do that. But somehow.
3: my real pet peeve. And, and and I think it goes for both of us. And we've really exposed ourselves to it now. Um, we love exposing ourselves. But we've really exposed <laughs> ourselves to it now. On YouTube is um, people criticizing from the sofa. You know, uh, the people who are in the ring. You know, there's a great quote from Teddy Roosevelt about, you know, when people love to criticize the ones who are in the ring. But they're the ones who are actually doing the fighting and getting bloodied. And even if they're failing, they're the ones in the ring. Yeah. And – um you know, people who don't do anything, there really are groups of people who like to go on the internet and find people and try to make them feel bad. But I think that's the same even off the internet. I think people are so consumed by fear and even afraid that if you succeed and they didn't, that says something about them. And so they encourage you not to succeed. And I think um, in many ways in our life, we've had to, uh, we've had so many finger waggers and naysayers, Mm-hmm. And we've had to learn to just say, you know, I, I'm sorry that um, you don't feel comfortable in the in in the way that we live our life. But, um, you know, especially when we're living in that just before crash and burn zone, that can make people outside of, you, you know, you feel very uncomfortable. Um, but they get better at it. They get better at watching you. But I guess it's my pet peeve when they they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and they got a lot to say about what you're doing.
2: Yeah.
3: So. It, it, it's.
1: I I I totally uh, I'm right there with you. Here's the problem. When it's a total stranger, it's you can very easily on you know on social media, and that's and that's the downside of social media. That's the real real downside of social media. When it's a total stranger, you can go, okay, you're an idiot. Um, you know, you're sitting on the couch eating Fritos and you know watching soap operas, and fantastic for you. When it is somebody a friend, a family member, somebody who's close to you, that's what really cuts to the bone so I, I think mm-hmm. your advice is so good about just you know say hey that's that's great for you. you live your life the way you want to live your life, and you know we're going to live our life the way we want to live our life so thank you for that pet peeve and for you know giving giving everybody out there a solution to the uh, to the potential problem
2: well, and I think that um the more we've done things that are outside the box, so to speak, those that are closest to us, our family and our friends, have kind of gotten used to it. And so we're a lost cause. We're, they've, they've given up. Um, and so we don't hear as much as we used to. So I think that also at the beginning of anything, you're going to hear some, you're going to get some. Uh, Some pushback, maybe, or or whatever. Well, and
3: we've also gotten better. You just don't tell them anymore, man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We just don't tell
3: your family your dreams or your goals (laughs) because you just get ready to get them stamped, stomped on. You know, you just you just don't tell them. Yeah.
2: So yeah, that's true. You keep you do you withhold some information. You may uh, I don't usually tell people what we're doing until we're already doing it. Right. So that it's kind of too late. Like, okay, we're doing this. but, at the same time, they also get you more used to it and they're like, "Okay it's Mike and Megan, they do crazy stuff, you know whatever um so you can get more used to it, and then also your your friends and loved ones get more used to it as well
1: and 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 that is so true and it you guys are following a theme and and I think that's wonderful it's 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 um I won't say it's a goal, but it, it it's your purpose it's your mission statement almost that yeah we're living in fear you know there's there's that fear as we try something new there is that living on the edge as we try something new and then we push past it and you know it's the same thing with everything so thank you for for creating that almost mission statement of of how to be an entrepreneur and how to be an entrepreneur mm. when those around you are like oh no no no, you need a nine-to-five job you need to you know you need to do things the traditional way yeah. right so thank you guys so much for being on the show for uh for taking us on your RV adventure, and where, yeah. are you, where are you guys going? Where are you going on the RV adventure?
3: <laughs> we're heading next to uh, Oregon coast. Yeah,
2: so to, yeah, we're in Washington state right now. I'm not sure if we said that. Um, we're gonna
3: spend some time.
2: We're gonna yeah spend a lot of time going down west coast, basically
3: yeah, starting and then in North Oregon, California. Yeah,
1: that's so fun. So, that is so, is so fantastic. Fun. So wonderful, wonderful. Again, guys, Megan and Mike Norp norpandsouth.com is their company you can also find them on YouTube we're going to have all of this on uh, on the show notes um, as as well as some other links to what they're doing definitely follow them it's a uh, it's a fun adventure and uh, and thank you so much for being on the show yeah
2: thanks, thanks for having us nice. quite,
1: quite
3: and fun. we'll see everyone yeah, next
0: time thanks bye bye awesome We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly together at together247.net.
1: Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well.
0: Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at
1: guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.